ಹೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರೋ ಶ್ರೀಯುತಾಪರಕಮಲಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುನ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವಂಶ್ಚ ಶ್ರೀರೂಪಂ ಸಾಗ್ರಜಾತ ಸಹಾಗನ ರಘುನಾಥಾನ್ವಿತ ಸಜೀವ ಸಾರ್ವೈತ ಸಾವರೂತ ಪರಿಜನ ಸಹಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ದೇವಂಶ್ರೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪಾದನ್ ಸಹಾಗನ ಲಲಿತಾ ಶ್ರೀ ವಿಶಾಖಾನ್ವಿತ ಉಮಜ್ಞನಾತಿಮಿನಂದಸ್ಯಾನಂಗ್ಯನಾಶಲಾಖಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರುನ್ಮೀಲಿತಮ್ಯನ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೆ ನಮಃ ಸಿದ್ಧಾಂತೋತ್ಪಲಸಾರ ನಿತ್ಯರಸಿಕಂಹಂಸಾತ್ಮಕ ಔದಾರ್ಯಾಖ್ಯಸುಧಾಮಸೇವಕನಂ ವಿಶ್ರಂ ಭಕ್ತಿಪ್ರಡಂ ಯಾಚ್ನಾಕ್ತಿಕ್ಷಣಂಧ್ವಗಿಧೋ ವೈಶಿಷ್ಟಶಕ್ತಿಯ ಸದ ವಂದೇಹಂ ತ್ರಿಪುರಾರಿಮಖಯತಿ ಶ್ರೀಭಕ್ತಿವೇದಂತಿ ವಂಶಕಲ್ಪಾತುರ್ಭ್ಯಸ್ಕೃಪಾಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯತೀತಾಂಭಾವನೆಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ನಮೋ ಮಹಾವದನ್ಯಾಯೃಷ್ಣಪ್ರೇಮಪ್ರಡಾಯೈತನ್ಯಚೈತನ್ಯೌರತ್ವಿಷೇ ನಮಃ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣಕರುಣಾಸಿಂಧೋ ದೀನಬಂಧೋ ಜಗತ್ಪತಿ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಕಂಧರಾಧಾಕಂಧಾನಮಸ್ತುತೆ ತಪ್ತ ಕಾಂಚನಗೌರಂಗೀ ರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತೆ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿಪ್ರಿಯೇ ಪಾಂಚತತ್ವಾತ್ಮಕ ಕೃಷ್ಣಂ ವಕ್ತೂಪಸ್ವರೂಪಕಂ ಭಕ್ತಾವತಾರಭಕ್ತಕ್ಯಂ ನಮಿ ಭಕ್ತಶಕ್ತಿ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭುನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದೇತಗರಧಾರ ಶಿವಶ್ರಿಶಿಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರಿ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಹರೇರ್ನಾಮ 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 ಕೇವಲ ಕಲೋ ನಾಸ್ತೇವ 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 ಗತಿರನ್ಯಥೈನ್ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಒನ್ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಚರಣ್ ಜಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ವಿ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟ್ ಒನ್ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಗೋ ಅಂಡ್ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಟು ದಿ ಥರ್ಡ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪರಿಕ್ರಮ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಹೋಲಿ ಲ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ದೇವ್ ಟುಡೇ ವಿಲ್ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ಪರಿಕ್ರಮ of Sri Mayapur. Mayapur, of course, is the Antardvipa, or the inner island, the whirl of the lotus of the nine islands of Navadvipa. Antardvipa stands for Atmani Vedanam, or offering the very self to the Lord. This, of course, is the ninth of the nine islands Uh, processes of, Nav- of bhakti, Navadha bhakti. Uh, it's also the most esoteric one. It's the most difficult one. Kirtana, Shravana, all of these things we can do while still keeping something for ourselves. Uh, yesterday, for example, Guru Maharaj gave a beautiful talk. Uh, I'm sure many of you heard, heard that talk, a long talk. It's almost like a two-hour lecture. I was listening to it, uh, trying to catch on to whatever he was saying, Guru Maharaj. At the same time, I was worrying, how long will this talk go on? So I wasn't able to completely put my mind on the talk. We had a guest, and I was worried that this guest would get nervous or something. Uh, it was her, maybe her second or third time in our house. And, and then there was such a long lecture and I was worrying about this. So I was listening, but I wasn't putting my whole self into the hearing. Atmani Vedanam, offering one's very self, means giving oneself completely. Completely, like the gopis are doing. Not saving anything for oneself. No thoughts about whether this talk is too long or too short or whether this is good or bad. Just completely surrendering oneself. And this is what Sri Maya Purdam stands for. Complete self-surrender. Today, we're going to uh, uh, walk down Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Marg in Mayapur. We will start from Chaitanya Math. And then we will walk down to Yoga Pete and beyond. And uh, 
we will see on the way examples of great souls who embody this ideal of Atmani Vedanam or offering their very self. Uh, those of you who took part in the Parikram last week, uh, you noticed that when visiting Koladweep, uh, now Dweep town, uh, it was like walking through the history of our particular uh, parampara. Uh, Guru Maharaj was there, Sridhar Maharaj was there, Prabhupada was there, uh, Gorkishodas Babaji Maharaj was there, Jagannathas Babaji was there, Bhakti Vinod. Today, we will have the same experience. We will meet some of these great souls of our, uh, our uh, Guru Parampara. So put on your best uh, sandals and uh, join me for Parikrama. So today we are going on Parikrama to Mayapur. Sri Mayapur Dham, Sri Mayapur Dham Ki Jai. And we will begin uh, at the place that you can see in the picture here. This is Sri Chaitanya Mat. This place has many names. Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati call it Vrajapattana, which means uh, the place of Raja, because he believed and he felt it in his bhajan that this is Abhinna Sri Vrindavan. This is non-different from Sri Vrindavan. Everything in Sri Vrindavan you can find here in Rajapattana. This place is also called Mashirbari or the maternal uncle's house because this is where uh, Mahaprabhu's uh, uncle used to live, his mother's brother, his maternal uncle, Chandrasekhar Acharya, also called Acharya Ratna. This is the place of his house, Chandrasekhar Acharya. So there are some wonderful leelas that uh, 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 took place in this very house, particularly the leela that you can read about in Chaitanya Bhagavat, uh, about when uh, Mahaprabhu uh, put on a stay on a, on a drama and, uh, and uh, dressed up as Rukmini and so on. So this is a, a wonderful Leela that happened in this very place. This place, Chaitanya Math, is also called Akaramatharaja or the undivided king of all Mathas. In uh, the Gaudiya Math tradition, when we say Jayadvani, Jai, 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 all these things. One of the Jais is Akaramataraj Sri Chaitanamatki Jai. Uh, that is when we are saying Jai to this place, the, the, the king of all Mathas, the undivided king of all Mathas, because this is the place where Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati began his preaching mission. So all the other Mathas, uh, the Mathas all over India, uh, abroad, all the different missions, all the different uh, movements and temples, they are all uh, directly or indirectly branches of this Mayapur Sri Chaitanya Math. Uh, so let's go inside and have a darshan of some of the beautiful things that we can find in this place. Uh, here we meet immediately the Acharya, Sanyasi Maharaj. It's uh, uh, interesting that uh, the Acharyas of both of the main branches of the Gaudiya Math today, the Chaitanya Math, which we're visiting today, and the Gaudiya Mission with headquarters in Bagbasar, uh, their Acharyas are both called Sanyasi Maharaj. One is Bhakti Sundar Sanyasi Maharaj, the other one, uh, the Maharaj here, I don't remember his, his first name, but they're both Sanyasi Maharaj. Here he is uh, carrying Slabhakti Siddhanta Sarasati's shoes on his head as part of the pro pro uh, procession here with many other Sanyasis. This is a big mart. 
There are many sannyasis here, many brahmacharis. And today, on uh, this day, which he, here in India that we are, is still not Gora Purnima, Gora Purnima is tomorrow. Uh, so many pilgrims are visiting. So we offer our dandavats to all the sannyasis here and all the other devotees. And we go further in to see some of the places. And just here, uh, Gorkishwar Das Babaji Maharaj, uh, of course, is uh, the guru of Shlabhakti Siddhanta Saraswati. His samadhi, we heard last time, was first on the other side of the river, but then when there was a flood, Bhaktisiddhanta's disciples brought the samadhi here. And it's quite interesting that uh, his samadhi is here at uh, Chaitanya Math. This is the place where Bhaktisiddhanta came to do bhajan during the lifetime of his father, Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Bhaktivinoda Thakur's order for Bhaktisiddhanta was to develop Sri Mayapur and to also do bhajan here. So Bhaktisiddhanta took a vow to chant one billion uh, names of the Lord. So for nine years, uh, he sat in this place, which he identified as uh, identical with Sri Vrindavan and did Harinam from morning to evening for nine years. So many rounds every day. But then he got up from this chanting. Gorki Shodas Babaji had been very happy with his bhajan. And he was very happy himself. But he started to get disciples. And in the year 1918, one of his first disciples, his name was Kunja Bihari Das, Kunja Bihari Bidyabhushan, he told him that all of the things that you have, Prabhupada, Gurudev, you should share them with the world. And Bhaktisiddhanta, he was not uh, sure about this from the beginning. His guru had wanted him to do bhajan here for, uh, by himself. But eventually his disciple, Kunjabi Haridas, uh, convinced him to start the preaching movement. Uh, Kunja Bihari later on got the name Prabhupada Preshta, the one who was the dearest to Prabhupada. He was his, in many ways, his closest disciple and also the one who, who, who took over after him as, as the Acharya of the Chaitanya Math. Uh, and when Bhaktisiddhanta decided to start this preaching movement, he also uh, took sannyas initiation in this place here, in Chaitanya Math, who was his sannyas guru? Ananga Manjari, do you know? It's a trick question because uh, he didn't have a sannyasi guru. He took sannyas from the picture of Shla Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Bhaktivinoda Thakur had already passed, passed away by then. He didn't have any god brothers. <clears throat> His guru had passed away. So he, in a very special and exceptional way, he took sannyas by himself. And since then, he was known as Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati. Here at Chaitanya Math, uh, there are beautiful gardens. You can see some of them here. And here we will also find the Samadhi temple of Shla Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati. So Chaitanya Math is the place where he started his preaching mission. And it's also the place where he was put to rest after the mission uh, was over. So let's go and have darshan of our lion guru. Shla Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. His Samadhi is here in the building you saw in the previous picture. Uh, this is very much where his heart was from the beginning to the end. 
he went other places. He went to Kolkata. He traveled all around India. He had plans even to go to the West, to go to America. Uh, very dynamic in so many different ways. But his heart was here at Chaitanya Math. This is where he had done his intensive bhajan in his youth and where he would always come back. And his disciples then brought him here for his final samadhi. This is also the place of Bhaktisiddhanta's favorite deities. All acharyas have their, their, their favorite deities. There's this one, one song maybe you have sung. Uh, Jai Radha Madhava Radha Madhava Radhi Bhakti Vinodir Pranadhanahe and then when you come to Bhakti Siddhanta, Jayo Gandharvika Giri Dhari, Gandharvika Giri Dhari, Gandharvika Giri Dhari Radhe, Prabhupadir Pranadhanahe. So this is Mahaprabhu, Gandharvika Giri Dhari. Prabhupada Bhakti Siddhanta, he liked this name Gandharvika for Radha. Gandharvika is... Uh, uh, the Shruti name, the Upanishadic name for Radha. This is the name of Radha uh, of the Gopala Tapani Upanishad that our, our Guru Maharaj has translated. Uh, so it's, it's a name that uh, when we read the text, we'll see it's a very intimate name, but it's also kind of a majestic name. Gandharvika, the, the angel-like lady. And Giridhari, of course, is the, the lifter of the hill of, of Govardhana. So here are these Srimurtis. You can see the style is similar like in other Gaudiya temples, but a little bit different. It's, if you're interested in iconography, in, in the way deities look, you'll, you'll see that uh, they, they change a little bit. Today, you wouldn't have deities who would look exactly like this. But here are Gandharvika Giridari, and we offer our dandavats. We give a donation. And we have a look at the other things here, because Bhaktisiddhanta made a very special temple here. Not only is here Mahaprabhu Gandharvika Giridari, but uh, <clears throat> here we also find the four Vaishnava Acharyas. In this picture here, or here we can see Madhva Acharya. He's holding up two fingers like this. Shankara is shown like this quite often. Ekam evadvitiyam. One, not two. Madhva Acharya is showing. Two. There's always a difference between, between the Jiva and Brahman or God. Uh, but here in the temple, there are four, the four Vaishnava Acharyas, Madhva, Ramanuja, Vishnu Swami, and Nimbarka. Bhaktisiddhanta uh, had a very strong vision about this. All the different Vaishnava Acharyas, they belong together. They have different opinions on so many things, but we should see ourselves as be belonging to the same transcendental tradition of Vaishnavism not just focus on the differences, but focus on uh, what unites us, our love and devotion for Vishnu and Krishna in all of the different forms. So we pay our obeisances to the Vaishnava Acharyas. And uh, we go outside. Because outside here are two kunds, and I'm sure you can guess what these two kunds are. They are Radhakund and Shamakund. Again, Bhaktisiddhanta, he saw Vrindavan as being non-different from this area of Rajapattana. So he saw Radhakund and Shamakund here. And he also saw Giri Govardha. He had his disciples bring Shilas from, from Govardhan in Vrindavan. Uh, and they made another Govardhan hill here. For example, 
if uh, uh, Shamananda is feeling a little bit lazy and he doesn't want to do the whole 20 kilometers Govardhana Parikrama in Govardhana, he can come with me. I'm also a lazy man. He can come with me here to Mayapur, Sri Chaitanya uh, Mat, and we can do Parikrama here of Govardhana. It will just take us 20 seconds to do a whole lap around Govardhana. So Bhakti Siddhanta, uh, he very uh, explicitly created a, uh, a replica of Vrindavan here at Chaitanya Mat. From Chaitanya Mat, we will go out through the main gate and continue down Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Marg. Originally, there was almost nothing here in Mayapur. Uh, but gradually, on the sides of this road, so many mats have sprung up. Uh, here around Chaitanya Mat, there are not so many other mats, but further down, we'll be walking towards the south today. Further down, there will be many, many mats. Uh, most of the different mats belong to the disciples of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati. Because as we know, after a great Acharya passes away, there's often uh, a conflict that follows in the wake of that. And, uh, and uh, the movement began by Shla Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati was first split into two parts, and later on, uh, many, many different parts. And in a way, this is disappointing because the unified preaching movement uh, uh, ceased to exist. But from Krishna's perspective and from a larger perspective, this is extremely good news because this means that the sum total of the preaching will grow. Instead of just having one big acharya, we have many acharyas and they all make their own temples. They all have their own disciples. So the preaching actually has grown hugely since the time of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati. There are so many Gaudiyamats. Here along Bhaktisiddhanta Marg, uh, I think there's about 30 different Gaudiyamats. And many of them are quite small, but some of them are huge, like Chaitanyamat that we, we have just visited. To Chaitanyamat belongs also the place that we will visit now, Shiva's Angar. Shiva's Angan is, uh, of course, the house of Shiva's Thakur. This is one of the most important Lilastalis of the whole area, one of the most important pastime places. Here at Shiva's Angan uh, is where Mahaprabhu really began his preaching mission. This is after he came back from Gaya when he had been transformed from being this puffed up Brahminical scholar into becoming uh, an ecstatic devotee of the Lord. This is where he would meet his, his uh, associates, Shivas Thakur and others, and hold these nocturnal kirtans. So uh, at this place, uh, Shlabhakti Siddhanta Saraswati and his followers have uh, erected temples, altars, uh, and have programs. Here on the altar, we can see uh, dancing devotees and also a mridanga. But what kind of a mridanga is this? Saragrahi, what kind of a mridanga is this? Okay, she can't unmute, but she's saying correctly. This is the mridanga that the Kashi had broken. It's a broken mridanga. If you look carefully on it, you see it's broken. This is the uh, Koler Bhanga Stan, the, the place of the broken Mridanga. Uh, and this Leela, of course, we may remember from Chaitanya Bhagavata or Chaitanya Charitamrita, when the Kazi, the Muslim magistrate of Navadvip, when he got tired of the kirtans of the devotees, he broke the Mridanga or maybe not personally, but he had somebody, some of his soldiers come and break the Mridanga. Uh, trying to show to the devotees that now you have to shut up 
and stop this banging and clinging in the nights. Of course, that's not how the devotees took it. They took it as a challenge. So Mahaprabhu, he organized a huge Sankirtan procession. And they all went up to the north from here, to the Kashi's house. It's described quite differently in Chaitanya Bhagavat and Chaitanya Charitamrita. The description in the Chaitanya Charitamrita is very peaceful. They have a beautiful kirtan. They come up there and they hold a nice discussion with the, the Kazi. And finally he says, okay, I will not hinder the Sankirtan anymore, which is true. He never did. And his, his uh, descendants also have never done so. In the Chaitanya Bhagavat, the description is much more martial, much more uh, heavy. They go up there and they are prepared to burn down the Kashi's house and they trash his garden. And it's, it's quite interesting how different the description is there. But the end result, of course, is the same. The Kashi backs down. He, he takes back this order of, of uh, stopping the Kirtan. And from here, then the Kirtan, the Sankirtan movement, it grows and becomes more strong day after day. Uh, Shiva Sangan uh, is also the place of the Mahaprakasha Leela. This is one of the central Leelas in the, the, uh, the in, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, it would be the Adi Leela, Chaitanya Bhagavat, the Madhya Kanda. The Leela when uh, Mahaprabhu reveals himself in a great way, Mahaprakasha. So he sits on the throne of the deity and he asks all the devotees to come in front of him, one after the other. And he shows them that he is the Lord himself. So he reveals himself according to the mood of the devotee. To Murari Gupta, he shows himself as Ramchandra. Uh, he shows himself as uh, Narisingadev, Tanishingananda Brahmachari, and so on. So he shows that within him are all the forms of the Lord because he is Svayam Bhagavan himself. He's the Lord himself. This Mahaprakasha Leela also took, play, took place in this Srivas uh, uh, Angad. So we remember this Leela here as well. Again, we pay our Dandavats and we go on. So we continue down the road from uh, Shiva Sangan. Gorapurnima is just around the corner. So there are so many different Parikrama parties going around the area. Our party is quite small. But here are huge parties as well. This is the Gaudiya Mission Parikrama party. Uh, thousands of devotees. We offer our obeisances. We go a little bit to the side of the road. We don't want to, to hinder these big devotees. Uh, but we also feel part of it. We are different. We have belong to a little bit different group. But we're all part of the larger family of Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati. And that's something that is so beautiful here in Mayapur. Everybody belongs to the same family, the same extended family. These are all our uncles, our cousins, our brothers. So we pay our obeisances. We say, Haribo, Jai, and we continue on. And we come to the Adbhuta Mandira, the wonderful temple. Do you remember the first uh, Parikrama we did two weeks ago? I mentioned how Bhaktivinoda Thakur was standing on the roof of the Rani Dharmashala in Kulia, on the other side of the river, and he saw this golden temple shining in the night up there in the north, in Mayapur. This is that temple that manifested then after his passing. This is the temple of the Yoga Pitha, or the, the place of union. This is the, the majestic temple that has been uh, uh, seen by Bhaktivinoda Thakur. And also, uh, 
force been by other acharyas before one day there will be a beautiful temple in this area commemorating mahaprabhu's birthplace so this is the yoga peet here we see gora kund in front of it there's also the bhaktivinod institute here a school but let's go in uh, and see more closely all the wonderful things here at yoga peet here we see, of course, the neem tree under which Mahaprabhu was born. Uh, the place is full, shock full of pilgrims today because it's the Adhivas day of Gaurapurnima. Gaurapurnima is tomorrow, so everybody's preparing for Gaurapurnima. Pilgrims are visiting the tree. And behind the tree here, there's a small shrine or a small temple with murtis of Shachimata and Jagannath Mishra and little Nimai. So we will pay our obeisances to the tree and then uh, to this little shrine in his lap. So this is the, 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 the place of Mahaprabhu's appearance. When Mahaprabhu appeared in this world 536 years ago, tomorrow, a uh, little bit more than half a millennia ago, so many things have changed in the world. And of course, we will hear more classes. Guru Maharaj will give a class on Gaurapurnima today. He's going to speak about all the tattva, all the siddhanta about Mahaprabhu's uh, uh, different reasons for why Krishna chose to come into this world again. Uh, I will not try to, to speak about such high and, and uh, uh, esoteric things today. I just want you to see and experience these beautiful places. To hear the sound of the kirtan, all the devotees chanting, Jai Satchinandana, Jai Satchinandana, Jai Satchinandana, Gaurahari. Feel the smell of the incense, feel the rush of the people, all the different devotees of different nationalities, different colors and races, all the devotees meeting here to celebrate Nimai Pandit's birth. So let's go inside the temple itself. There are three altars here. There's uh, the altar of the Panchatattva. Here are the Panchatattva and Jagannath as well, and also Mahaprabhu separately. So there's like double Mahaprabhu and then the, the, the rest of the Panchatattva. Bhaktivinod, he had this uh, uh, vision of the Yoga Pit. The, the temple that we, we are inside now was actually built after Bhaktivinod's lifetime by, by the king of Tripura under Bhaktisiddhanta's guidance. But the deities were installed already in Bhaktivinoda's time in a smaller temple that was here before this Adbhuta Mandira. So Bhaktivinoda had this vision, there would be Panchatattva, and then in the middle, Mahaprabhu, and Lakshmi Priya and Vishnu Priya. So Mahaprabhu and his two Shaktis. Uh, in the middle there, below, you can see the Adhokshaja Vishnu deity that I spoke about uh, during the first Parikrama, this uh, deity that had belonged to Jagannath Mishra and Shachimata, and that was found when Yoga Beat Temple was, was built. This is a very special temple. I'm not sure if there are any other temples with Mahaprabhu and his two Shaktis like this. There's a third altar as well, with Gorgadadhar and uh, Madhavi. Can you guess who is on the right side? Is Gorgadadhar is on the left. Who is on the right side? Can you guess Madhavi Dasi? 
I couldn't hear, but I maybe you said no. But it's Lakshmi Nishinga. Lakshmi Nishinga. Uh, Nishinga is also uh, described as being blue sometimes. We're more accustomed to seeing Nishinga as being yellow or like uh, the color of a lion, but sometimes he's described as being blue. Uh, and this is one example of that. So Lakshmi Nishinga. And the reason of that is that uh, uh, Mahaprabhu's parents worshipped Lakshmi Nishinga. So Lakshmi Nishinga ki jai, Gurgadadhar ki jai, Mahaprabhu Lakshmi Vishnu Priya ki jai, Panchatattva ki jai. So many devotees are here. New Parikrama groups are coming all the time. Uh, kirtan is swelling and growing and becoming bigger. Can you hear the sound of the ten mridangas? All the, the karatals going on. The ulu sound of the Bengali ladies. This whole festival of kirtan. Sometimes then the devotees uh, come down. They sit down here in this big hall. The altars are behind us now. And then uh, somebody is giving class. Usually the classes are in Bengali. This is Bengal after all. We don't maybe understand everything, but we can understand at least the bhav. We can feel uh, the devotion of the speakers and the listeners. So we will not stay to listen to the class because we'll not understand so much. But again, we offer our obeisances. When we're doing parikrama like this, we're offering so many obeisances again and again and again. Our clothes are getting dirty. Our foreheads are getting dusty. We don't mind it at all. This is the dust of the Holy Dham. The more dusty, the more dirty we can become, the better. So we continue down the road. There are uh, many mats here, ordinary houses as well. Lots of ordinary people have moved here. This is what always happens when a pilgrimage place is developed. Uh, temples will spring up, monasteries, holy places, but also ordinary people who will take the chance to live close to the holy place. Uh, for the sake of the holiness, also for the sake of the money, because when pilgrims come, they will need food, they will need lodging. So there are plenty of hotels uh, here in Mayapur. Uh, uh, holy people, sinful people, there are brothels here, there are gambling places, all the good things you can imagine in the world, also some of the bad things. This is important for us as pilgrims. Uh, when we visit a holy place, we need to learn also to sometimes shut our eyes. It's not our mission as pilgrims to make a, a, a clean up of the holy dam, to, to find out who is holy, who is sinful. Uh, this is the outer covering of the dam. There will always be some 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 dirt on the outer covering just like in the ganges river there might be uh, bubbles and dirt floating on the on the surface but still it's pure still it's holy the same with the holy dam we may not always understand everything we may see some things that don't look so holy that don't look so good uh, it's not our job to judge we just say hare krishna and we go on And we come to our uh, final stop for today, to the Mayapur Chandrodaya Mandir. This is uh, the headquarter of ISKCON, the International Society for Krishna Consciousness, uh, which is a wonderful place and a wonderful movement. This is the place where uh, uh, our Guru Maharaj spent so much time together with Shla Prabhupada. This is the place that Prabhupada felt to be uh, his uh, uh, place of, of bhajan, his place of, of 
internal meditation. Uh, so this is a very holy place for us. And we'll go inside and, and have a look. Just like Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati has his Samadhi up in Sri Chaitanya Mat, Prajapattana, Prabhupada, our Prabhupada, has his Samadhi here in Mayapur. Uh, it's a huge building. It's much larger than the Samadhi of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati. And Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati's Samadhi is larger than the Samadhi of Gorkishor Das Babaji Maharaj. So what's going on here? Does this say that uh, Prabhupada uh, Bhaktivedanta Swami was a greater guru than Bhaktisiddhanta and Bhaktisiddhanta was a greater guru than Gorkishor Das Babaji Maharaj? Not necessarily. But it says something about the spread of Krishna consciousness. Uh, Bhaktisiddhanta reached so many different people and so many people felt after his passing that they wanted to celebrate his life by making a monument in his memory. Similarly with Prabhupada, so many people were touched by his preaching. Not necessarily because he was a greater devotee or deeper devotee or anything like that. That we can't judge, that we can't know. These are all uh, great devotees. These are all uh, participants in the eternal Leela of Sri Radha and Krishna. So we're not thinking like this, that Bhaktisiddhanta is greater than Gorkishoda's Babaji Maharaj or Babaji Maharaj is greater than Bhaktivinoda or anything like that. But uh, disciples sometimes have to feel the need to worship and glorify their own gurus. And Prabhupada had so many disciples he had so many disciples, and he founded this huge movement that is uh, still thriving today, and uh, which has brought so many people here to Mayapur. Many of us have come to Krishna consciousness through the work of uh, the devotees of ISKCON. Many of us uh, first came into contact with Krishna consciousness through this movement, and even if we didn't, we came into contact with Krishna consciousness through devotees that, for their part, had come in contact with Krishna consciousness through ISKCON. So we may not be formally members of ISKCON, but we are in many ways indebted to ISKCON and indebted to the preaching movement of Srila Prabhupada. So for all of us to visit his samadhi here, uh, it's a wonderful experience. It's visiting the samadhi of our grandfather. We can think like this. He's our grandfather. Bhaktisiddhanta is our great-grandfather. This is our grandfather. Uh, and all the wonderful achievements that he did, we can feel proud of. Our Prabhupada founded 108 temples around the world. So, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. This Mayapur, Iskon Mayapur, is a wonderful place. It's uh, uh, compared to all the other Vaishnava movements in the world, it's like one million times larger than all of the others. Uh, now, the main project here in Iskon Mayapur is building the Mayapur Chandrodaya Mandir. Uh, do you see this small little temple here, temple here where the, the pointer is on the left side of the big building here in the middle? This is Prabhupada's Samadhi, and it's huge. But compared to this temple that they are building, and it's not yet finished, it will be finished in a few more years. Uh, it's tiny. So the temple they are making, maybe the architecture is not to everybody's liking. People will always have different opinions, but it's massive and it's uh, beautiful already now. It's not yet finished, but it's beautiful and it's extremely attractive to the local people. After all, we should never think that the dam is for us. We are visitors to the dam. The temples of the dam, they are not built for us. 
we are mlechas and yavanas. We are lucky to visit these places. Uh, it's uh, not our right to visit. It's a privilege. Uh, if we like the temples, that's fine. That's uh, a, a, a sign of our having some taste for Krishna consciousness. Uh, but they are not built for us. So we should never judge and think that mm, I like this temple, I don't like that temple. We should try not to think like that. But what can be said is that this temple has already become uh, a huge thing in India, and especially in the, the part that we are in now in West Bengal. Uh, thousands and thousands of ordinary people come to visit this temple every single day, not just on on festivals like Gora Purnima, but every single day, thousands and thousands of people. And they go away with a deepened feeling for Mahaprabhu, for the Mahamantra, for Krishna Prasad. So it's a, again, like Bhaktisiddhanta's mission from the beginning, this is a preaching mission. So the devotees here in Iskon Mayapur, they're doing huge preaching uh, in India and very successful preaching. With every preaching, of course, some mistakes might happen, but we don't care about that. We see all the good that they are doing and all the massive things they are doing on a scale that nobody could have envisioned uh, before. Uh, the main deities here are Panchatattva. Panchatattva ki jai. We saw Panchatattva at Yoga Pete. Here we see... Uh, a different style of Panchatattva, completely different style of, of Sri Murtis. These are not life-size Murtis. These are bigger than life-size, huge Murtis made of Ashtadhatu that uh, uh, are still in another temple building. They are not in the, in the new temple yet because the new temple is yet, not yet finished. Uh, but in, a, in another temple building, worshipped in a gorgeous way uh, every day. But the main deities are Radha Madhava and Astasakhis. This is also a, a unique uh, altar with larger than life Radha Madhava. Radha Madhava being uh, the favorite deities of Srila Prabhupada. And then the Astasakhis. Uh, the eight most important uh, uh, friends of Radha surrounding them. So this is a, a very beautiful and very intimate uh, understanding of Radha Krishna, surrounded by their, their sakis in this way. And the worship here is of, of extremely high standard. In fact, the, the style of worship of, of ISKCON has in India become... Uh, kind of trend setting within the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. All the other Gaudiya Vaishnava movements, they try to attain the same kind of deity worship standard as ISKCON has. This is an amazing thing that, that ISKCON has done in India. They have raised the standard of, of deity worship everywhere. So Radha Madhava ki jai, Astasakis ki jai. It's time for us to, to uh, slowly return to our lodgings. It's already evening. We've been visiting all these, these uh, sacred places. But this is Konmayapur is an amazing place and there's always something going on. Uh, it's an amazing place because it's a, it's a mix between very intimate, very esoteric worship, like we saw Radha Madhava and Astazakis, but then also this kind of Vaikuntha, a style of very elaborate, fancy Vaidhi Bhakti. And this may not be our style. We may have a different uh, feeling for Krishna consciousness, and that's all right. But I'm sure we can all appreciate the things going on here, like these elephant parades, uh, <clears throat> brahmacharis standing on the elephants with their chamaras. I always I'm scared that one will fall, fall off and die, but of course it never happens. Uh, elaborate uh, Vedic chanting, uh, ghee lamps flaming in the night, 
the sound of conches, the sound of horns and bugles and drums. It's like we've stepped into Vaikuntha Loka and it really lifts the spirit. It lifts the spirit. We've been walking around all day and we're a little bit tired, but now here in this association, we feel ourselves lifted up, liberated from this world of birth and death. And from here, of course, we can go on even higher. From Vaikuntha, we can go even higher. We can go to Nityanavadvipa, to the, the uh, eternal, intimate pastimes of Mahaprabhu and his associates. Those pastimes that we already glimpsed at, at Shiva Sangan and Yoga Pete and Chaitanya Mat. But sometimes we need to go through Vaikuntha to, to be purified and to be uh, lifted up from our ordinary life. So we offer our obeisances here again. And we say, good night, dear devotees. And then we continue on to our lodgings to prepare for tomorrow's Gora Purnima festival. So any questions or comments this time? Otherwise, I have a comment for Guru Nishta. Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Josh. You owe me one uh, uh, <laughs> basket of, of kombucha. kombucha. <laughs> I'm very impressed that you actually went through that class. It was painful to give it, what to speak of listening to it. So my dandava to you. It was, actually, it was one of the Jaiva Dharma classes, for those of you who haven't heard them. There were many interruptions because of the internet. It wasn't painful to listen to at all. It was mm. pure nectar from beginning to end. And like, <laughs> like somebody said in the, in the, uh, at the end of that class, the interruptions just made you kind of stop to think and, and kind of try to take in whatever had been said. So, so I enjoyed yeah. it very much, as I have enjoyed all of your other classes as well. I, I haven't I finished it. all the Java Dharmas yet, but. I'm, I'm yeah, slow was... with the classes. I'm listening to Shamananda's classes also uh, now and Haritriya's classes, but I'm, I'm behind schedule, but I really like your classes. Thank you. I want to say one thing about, I, this is the first one of the Navadvit Parikrams I saw, and uh, it had exactly the effect on thinking that you want it. It's like immediate, like we have to organize this thing in real life with Guru March and the whole group. I mean, seriously, seeing those photos of these like thousands of devotees and all the temples, it's so inspiring to me. We, we have to do it hopefully within a couple of years. I agree. But that's all. Thank you so much for this class visit. Thank you. Pranams and thank you for the tour today. Um, I was wondering if, because uh, you mentioned Srila uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur sitting down for bhajan for nine years and then getting up and starting to preach. And there is a story that there was a, a verse from Chaitanya Charitamrita coming in the air. And do you know the details of that? Okay. No, please tell us the story. No, no I, I wanted. I was wondering if you, because I I heard it was a piece of paper, and this, this is what I read from Shilashida March. It was a piece of paper coming in the wind, with a verse of, from Chaitanya Charitamrita, and I was just wondering if it was like a, a palm leaf or if it was an actual piece of paper. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there, there are many stories like that, like mm. devotees. <clears throat> There's a story of, I forget who it, it was, but, but uh, a piece of paper flying by and then devotee picking it up 
and it said uh, something like, uh, uh, I can't for, I can't remember the Bengali now, but the, the purport is, is the sign of a devotee is giving up bad, bad association. So that devotee immediately then gave up his family life and everything and went to Vrindavan. So I'm, I would be very scared if I would find a paper like that. <laughs> so if you see any flying papers, just <laughs> let, let it fly. <laughs> but that's just because I'm not this kind of devotee, like the devotees we hear about today, devotees who are able to offer their whole self, Atmani Vedanam. I want to keep 95% for myself and Krishna can have 5%. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, superlative devotees, they think their mathematics is different. So when they see something like this, they will, they will feel that this is actually speaking to me. It's not a coincidence. It's, just not, it's not just somebody who dropped a piece of, of paper. It's Krishna speaking to me. And of course, this is something that we should practice and try to, 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 uh, to see around us. Sometimes it's said that the sign of a, of a child, a person who doesn't have a very developed intelligence, is to see, uh, to see the world kind of spinning around you. Like a child, uh, if, uh, if uh, let's say, um, um, a book falls down or something like that like that the child will think that oh that's a message for me because the child doesn't have yet the big picture of understanding that lots of things are going on are going on in the world and you're just a small person but in a way a devotee is childish a devotee is, is trying to see that the world is speaking to me all the different things in the world are speaking to me like Mahaprabhu he hears the grass saying be more humble than a blade of grass he hears the trees saying, be more tolerant than a tree. So the whole world is speaking to him. Similarly, a devotee uh, will understand on one level that there are things like uh, uh, chances and chance meetings and, and, and so on. But still, the devotee will, will try to see Krishna's hand behind everything. That on, from one perspective, it's just a chance, but... From another perspective, this is trying to tell me something. So uh, uh, we may not be like Bhaktisiddhanta being able to start a preaching mission because of some words that we hear or read on a piece of paper, but uh, we should practice this to try to see Krishna behind everything. Uh, yeah, this is something we could speak a lot about, but... I think that's that's enough for today. So, dear devotees, one more question. Yes, can I ask? One? Yeah, you mentioned that um, Vrindavan Das Thakur and Krishna Das Kariraj, they described the uh, Chand Kasi episode very differently, and I've also thought about that. And what do you think? Why is it that it's so different? Well, it, I think it's uh, <clears throat> connected with many different things. And one is that they have completely different kind of relationships to Mahaprabhu. Vrindavan Das, uh, he sees Mahaprabhu as the king of Vaikuntha. Mahaprabhu is the king of Vaikuntha in, in Chaitanya Bhagavat. Uh, he's majestic. He's, uh, he's not Krishna... Uh, with the mood of Radha. Vrindavan Das says nothing like that. For him, uh, Mahaprabhu is, is the lord of Vaikuntha. He is uh, this, this majestic being who has come down on earth. So uh, this is reflected also in how he views many of the Leelas. There's lots of majesty, there's lots of awe and reverence. <coughs> this kind of Aishwarya or, or majesty. So uh, in the Chandkashi Leela, we see this as well, that he's, he's demonstrating his, his majesty. Uh, 
Similarly, in the Jai, Jai and, and, and Vij, uh, the, the Jagai and Madhai Leela, he's calling for his chakra and things like this. So I think uh, it's uh, this difference is mainly to do with different moods, different uh, ways in which to see uh, Mahaprabhu Shri Krishna Chaitanya. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, usually uh, in murtis of of Narshingadev, Pralad is not usually there in the murti. Uh, <clears throat> it's actually very seldom that we have a murti which has Jiva Tattva and and uh, Ishvara Tattva in the same murti. Uh, usually, you will have uh, uh, Radha Krishna, uh, Vishnu, Lakshmi. Sitaram and so on, but to have Krishna and the devotee in the same murti, uh, that's uncommon. Of course, there are Praladnishingaditis uh, in Iskon, but uh, outside of Iskon, we don't really see them. Also, from the iconographic perspective, uh, if you have a murti of Narasingadev, which is like this high then uh, uh, Pralad should be like the size of an ant or something like that. So uh, it's difficult to make a, a murti according to the, the specifications of the, the Shilpa Shastra. So uh, the murtis that we see of Pralad Nishinga, they are, are modified. They are not exactly according to the, the instructions in the Shastras. So uh, it's not so common with Pralad Nishinga. And uh, especially when there's Murti of, of, of Lakshmi Nishinga, then uh, uh, Pralad will not be in the same Murti. Uh, because those are two different relationships. Lakshmi Nishinga, their relationship is very different from the relationship of Pralad and Nishinga. Different Bahavs. So combining them in one Murti would, uh, could easily lead to to uh, uh, rasabhasa or, or conflicting emotions. Vatsalya and, uh, and Madhurya, they don't really, uh, they usually don't go together. There are some, some exceptions in Padyavali, for example, uh, but uh, usually these, these bhavas don't go together. So again, dear devotees, thank you. Thank you for today. And if you're celebrating Gaura Purnima today, happy Gaura Purnima. Otherwise, uh, uh, I hope you will have a wonderful Gaura Purnima tomorrow or whenever you're celebrating. Jai Shishi Guru Gauranga Gandharvika Giridari Shishi Radha Vandar Mohan Radha Govind Radha Gopinata Radha Damadar Radha Shamsundar Radha Damadar Radha Gokulananda Radha Madhava Doji Gopal Nitai Goshi Sharbud Kiriraj Ki Jai Jai Vishnupad Vangsa Pravajaka Charya Stotra Shatashi Shimad Bhakti Vedanta Tripurari Dev Goswami Maharaj Lagurde Ki Jai Jai Nitil Pravishna Vishnupad Abhayat Sharanar Vinda Bhakti Vedanta Swami Maharaj Lagurde Ki Jai Jai Nitil Pravishna Vishnupad Bhakti Rakshakshita Dev Goswami Maharaj Ki Jai Jai Nitil Pravishna Vishnupad Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati Goswami Maharaj Lagurde Ki Jai Jai Gurki Jodas Padri Maharaj Ki Jai. Jai Shachirananda Bhai Thakur Bhakti Vinod Ki Jai Jai Vaishnava Sarvabhamu Shlachaganathas Padri Maharaj Ki Jai. Jai Gaudiya Vedanta Chara Shlapalidi Bidibhushan Prabhu Ki Jai. Jai Shlapishna Chakra Artitak Ki Jai. Jai Shrinivashamanana Narottam Prabhutra Ki Jai. Jai Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswam Maharaj Ki Jai. Jai Vyasavatashi Vrindavan Das Thakur Mahasai Ki Jai. Jai Shri Rupa Sanatana Bhattara Ganata Shri Jeeva Gopala Bhattara Asra Ganachar Goshma Prabhu Ki Jai Jai Namachar Shlaharada Sagur Ki Jai Jai Rai Ramananda Ari Gaur Parshanda Ki Jai Jai Prima Sagosh Krishna Chaitanya Pramanityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasa Shri Gaur Bhaktarinda Ki Jai 
जय श्री महाप्रभुर् महामहोत्सव की जय श्री गौरपूर्णिमा महामहोत्सव की जय श्री गौरपूर्णिमा महामहोत्सव की जय जय अंतर्द्वीप मायपुर सीमांतर्द्वीप मध्यद्वीप कोलद्वीप तृतीयद्वीप चानद्वीप पंचद्वीप मोदरद्वीप रुद्रद्वीपात्मक श्री नवद्वीप धाम की जय श्री श्री राधा कृष्ण गोप गोपिको गोवर्धन द्वादशवनात्मक श्री वृंदावन धाम की जय द्वादश जय गंगा यमुना राधा कुंड श्याम कुंड तुलसी भक्ति देवी की जय श्री श्री जगन्नाथ पुरम की जय जगन्नाथ पुरदेव सुभद्र सुदर्शन की जय जय भक्ति विघ्न विनाशनकार श्री निशिंग देव भगवान की जय श्री लक्ष्मी निशिंग देव की जय श्री प्रहलाद सिंह देव की जय आकारा माताराज श्री चैतन्य मत की जय तरिया शखमा की जय श्री चैतन्य संघ की जय अनंत गुद वैष्णव वृंद की जय भुवन मंगल हरि नाम संकीर्तन की जय जय अनंत गुद वैष्णव वृंद की जय गौर प्रेम नंदे हरि हरि बो श्रीमन ब्रिग भारत प्रभु की जय जय वृंद की जय हरि बो